Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. People complain that it's loud. Now you're going to have to straight. Now they're going to have to really turn it up. And <laughs> then when we start talking, they'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. So uh, this week's Slash and Dash is called Things You Find in a Drag Queen's Trunk. Perfect. I literally just bought Emma a Latrice Royale picture. I'll put it on Instagram. I've got it like a centimeter from my face. <laughs> I'm just it is embroidered. It's so good. Like, I don't even know what to say about it. Well, it's they can just... see it on Instagram and, and enjoy it for themselves. Yeah. But um, this this story has got everything that you like. One of it being drag queens. Good. Another being murder. Good. And I guess, like, the, the cherry on top that it's sort of justified. Oh, okay. So it makes it a little bit better. I'm down for that. Yeah, so... Righteous murder <laughs> is so much more I mean, fun. Yeah. Because, like, having a manifesto, you know, like the Unabomber, like, he had a cause that I could potentially get behind. <laughs> Fuck off with the Unabomber! Okay. We're still... I'm not backing this. Mm, I feel like if you just rewatched the show, you'd get into it. <laughs> right, so this is the story of Dorian Corey, which is the drag name of the... That was the drag name. That's the drag name, Dorian Uh Corey. (laughs) I always thought they were a a pun. I mean, it's pretty old school. So she was um, originally born Frederick Legg. Oh, okay. Then I understand that the drag name is better. Fred Legg. That's brilliant. Yeah, I kind of think that's better. It's sort of Bob the Drag Queen. They should have done like a weird Jake the Peg act. Yeah. I'm Fred Legg with my third leg. (laughs) You could have done four legs. You just need to up it slightly. Yeah. Well, he was born in Buffalo in the state of New York in 1937. So he's pretty, like, this is quite old. Um, But, like, at just age eight years old, his mother uh, divorced his father, remarried, and said to Frederick, right, you can have this baby that I've had. And Frederick had to raise this child as an eight. Like, he was eight. It said on the internet, he became a mother at eight years old. I was like... What? That's not how drag queens work. <laughs> like, right, if you don't want me to drown your sibling, you're going to have to raise it yourself. Effectively, yeah. And that was like, this was the 30, 30s. So I guess he just did it. Um, God. So, I mean, there's not a lot into that. I'd kind of like to know more about that, that but how yeah, logistically like, that, that works. Be a really good fit. Yeah, how, yeah, exactly. What are the logistics? Is he going to go is, to school? Like, mm-hmm. or does he take time off? I guess. Is he a good parent? I doubt yeah. it. What eight-year-old boy is going to be a good parent? 
We've yeah, got a, 60, just, like... a 16-year-old boy at school who's just become a dad. <gasps> oh, I thought that didn't happen anymore, but apparently it does. Yeah, do they not watch Teen Mom? <laughs> yeah. And nothing's going well. It's not going to go well. Uh, so... Um, Although if there's anything I've learned from Teen Mum is that it doesn't put them off. <laughs> really? Like there's people on there and they're like, now have three kids by three different dads and they're still twenty, only 25. What? And they I'm, just love having babies. I'm still in that in-between. you like, do I really want one? Like I kind yeah. of like my life. Still flip. Exactly. Like I was, lying, that, <laughs> yeah. I was literally that- lying in bed this morning going, oh God, imagine if I had to get up an hour earlier than this to get a child out of bed. Yep. Fuck that. yeah and i saw my brother yesterday and his friends have got a lot of babies so they're at the stage now where they wanted to see each other so they had to get like all of them with their kids they all had to go so they could hang out and they were saying about how well one of them was disinvited because he had a cold and i was like what the hell he's not allowed to hang around with your babies because he's got a snotty nose my mom was like yeah but i was like they don't don't have to go to school they can pull a sickie every day she's like yeah but then if you have to wait if you're not sleeping and then that's like if a baby's got a cold that's like two more sleepless nights i was like oh my god no thank you yeah no thank you although there's a lot of parents at school who always taking a cheeky day off because their kid's ill I was like, ugh, if we get a load of extra days off, then maybe. Um, well, at least they're building up their immune system. Otherwise, you end up with someone like Tom, who's like, <laughs> just sick. sick. <laughs> He's like, what's that? What's that Tudor that died? Edward the Sixth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've He's got a... very Edward the Sixth. There's someone at my work that I'm trying to sort of make friends with. But then every time I invite her to something, she's like, oh, I'm really ill. And I'm like, are you actually ill? Because you're ill a lot. But she's always like, I really would be there if I wasn't. I'm like, oh. like the one that's like coughing blood into handkerchiefs. Like, <laughs> it's TV. So uh, Frederick grew up. He had a love of fashion. His first job was a window dresser in a department store. Oh, I love that. That's you have cool to job. be really seriously good at design to do it. But I always think that's a cool job. Yeah. And then he went to the Parsons School of Design. Um, and then in the early 20s, he began to do drag and he wore these fabulous costumes, like a lot of fur and like beautiful dresses. Um, so he had, he was obviously gay. Um, he had long term, I mean, I don't know if that is obvious. I guess it's obvious. I've never seen a drag race where there's a straight guy. No. I'm waiting for that day. But I'm sure, I'm sure there are straight drag queens that, is Eddie Hazard straight? He's straight, isn't he? I think he wears so. drag. Um, but he, he bisexual. Uh, so Frederick had a boyfriend and then he, um, this boyfriend ran off with a lot of his money so that didn't end too well but then he got a husband called Leon and they were together for the rest of their lives together oh um, I don't want anyone to die I wish he did a memoir did he write a memoir no but oh my god it's gonna there's a bang to the end of the story it's cool so Dorian founded the voguing house of Corey Dorian Corey um and apparently helped to invent the dance, dance move voguing um, and he would hold drag voguing balls. So voguing being that yes. dance move where you're like, vogue, vogue, pose, pose. And um, he became a mother to drag queen Angie Extravaganza. And she was later a drag mother herself of the house of Extravaganza, I think. Yeah. Uh, set up her own house. So if you don't know much about drag queen houses, um, 
the, the, a lot of drag queens will sort of like form a family. And we, I did about this in sociology because we're talking about what family means and then constituted families, so families that you create your own. And I used the example and showed them some drag stuff of uh, drag queen families. And I was like, look, this is a family, but it's, it's not through blood, it's through sort of common interest. Um, and then there'll be a mother and then they'll, they'll have drag daughters. So they're sort of like mentors to those drag daughters. And Dorian was actually part of the film Paris is Burning, which is like the big oh, drag I'm going to have to film. rewatch it then. And so she oh, gives like... Oh, no shit, I know what happens now. Do you? I have seen that film about three times. I know it's not like super good, but... <laughs> I think I might know what happens. She's a not, lot of people die in that, by the end of that She's not the film. drag queen who's murdered in the film. Oh, okay, then I don't yeah, know what no. happens. I'm not quite sure who her... I can't remember. I'm gonna have to watch it again. But yeah, loads of people die. But she gives like insider commentary into Harlem's drag queen uh, scene as part of the 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 film, and so she's quite prominent in that. So alongside organising these balls, she ran a, a clothing label called Corey Design. So she's really proactive, really hardworking, and obviously performed her own acts. And on the internet, I read about this one act where she had this like incredible feather coat and then as part of the act it sort of got like lifted above her like some sort of tent so there's like a little bit of theatrics and some sort of excitement in there now sadly on august 29th 1993 dorian Corey died of aids related complications aged 56 so she lived quite a short life she i'm calling her because i'm calling her by a drag queen name but the real shocker came after her death so just a few months after her death, another drag performer called Lois Taylor went round to Dorian's apartment and started looking for costumes that could be handed down. Obviously, she wanted to get in there first. Right. Not a few months, that's enough time. I'm going to go raid the closet. So, she began to rifle around in the closet um, and... Um, in there she found a heavy bag on the floor of the closet and she tried to pull it out but it was too heavy so she got two others to help and they got a pair of scissors and they cut the bag open now inside that bag they found fabric uh, they found some plastic and then they found the decomposed <gasps> dead body no so they phoned the police yeah so the body was what? part. She was thinking it was money as well. She yeah. was so sad. Money like, or all... yeah, here something it is. heavy got sequins on it, like some heavy dress. Yeah, she was not expecting fucking yeah. decomposing body. Right. So it was literally part mummified. Um, it had been in the closet and it had been curled up into the fetal position for years. And then, so when the police inspected it, they found a bullet hole was found in the head. And then the fingerprints were still intact. So they traced the fingerprints and actually found that they could work out the name pretty quickly. And the name of the person was Robert Bobby Worley. So he's known as Bobby, but Robert Worley. Oh, okay. Worley. I was like, otherwise that's a really superfluous <laughs> yeah. name. He's also known as Robert Wells. I'm not sure why everyone's got like three names, but... So Worley was on the database because he had been arrested for raping and assaulting a woman in 1963 which is why i said sort of justified although okay i'm not saying so that so the dead guy's a rapist yeah um and he'd served three years in prison for this and he'd got out and then he'd not been heard of since so there were debris in with the body. There were them like ring pulls off cans, I think, or there was something in there. And that was from the 60s. 
um, and he went missing in 66. So police speculated that he'd been killed 20 years previously. Bloody hell. And been in this closet for 20 years. Although, I mean, she did a good job. Like, why didn't that stink? I know, yeah. It must have been so tightly wrapped up that... The conditions in that closet just, was just right. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to hide a body, drag queen's closet, who's rifling through that? Um, so, but well, the drag queens, clearly. I think you don't she... even have to be cold in your grave before they're in there. <laughs> That's true. But I'm sure, like, I, I read that she'd moved house as well, so she'd obviously... <gasps> Brought it with her. That's the perfect opportunity to get rid of your shit. So either, but either it was at the house when she moved in, which is very unlikely. Who's going to move in? There's a big bag in the closet. You're just like, oh, I'll avoid that. Or she'd brought it with her. So there's quite a lot of speculation about this. And um, generally the accepted story is that this was a local junkie and he was not a very nice person. He used to go around and sort of terrorise people in the neighbourhood and he used to steal from people. So he'd probably come round to steal from Dorian, potentially assaulted uh, Dorian. And as a result, she had shot him and then hidden the body. So uh, the, the, he was a nefarious person. Um, I think uh, a friend spoke out about it. There wasn't a lot to find online, but a friend, I mean, I didn't dig super I guess, hard so they can but, only really speculate about so it so it's very much but it's unsolved really because he's already been a bit of a rapist maybe he thought that she was a woman or just liked her anyway and then tried to sexually assault her and she killed him in self-defense yeah. that's I mean, so plausible violence on drag queens and huge and transgender, transgender people, people is massive massive numbers so um so there's a lot of speculation but i think uh when she found out she was ill um, a friend talked about how she'd spoken to her and said, oh, I've got this big secret and, and sort of maybe hinted about this murder. Um, uh, but then the friend actually died uh, just a few months after Dorian as well. So it's, it's hard to get more details on that anyway. Would you do that if you knew that you were dying of some sort of terminal illness and you knew that like, okay, I've only got a few weeks left to live? And you couldn't, so you couldn't really be punished for anything. Would you do something bad? Like, would you just take, do like a a killing? Would you murder a person? Because you're like, well, there's no way I can get done for it. I'm going to die soon. No. I suppose. I think that's the last time I'd murder someone. I wouldn't fucking be asked. Like, you only want to murder someone if you've got something to gain from it. I reckon the only time I'd murder someone is if, like, literally they'd locked me up for ages and then I escaped. And there's a chance they could lock me up again. Like, I'd just be like, right, I'm going to kill them, so I'm free. Yeah. Surely you wouldn't get done for that anyway. No. <laughs> That's very specific, but... I know, it's like, if they'd locked me up, and then they made me clean their floors, and then... <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so, uh, this, um, so, this story has been used last year, uh, a musical entitled Dorian's Closet... No. was created and we love a musical and it's the story of dorian corey and it details her rise in the harlem drag scene her illness her death and the discovery of the body but i think it goes it, it maybe focuses more on the fact that it was hidden for so long rather than maybe the reasons that it was done but um it also puts across why someone might want to hide this for so long and 
it talks about maybe like the fact that this was a black a black person in America who if this had come out would have faced a media storm not on their side their career would have been over and probably not very much sympathy from the public definitely convicted death penalty probably Probably. well depending on where it what state it was i don't think new york ever had the death penalty but definitely um you know a lot of speculation a lot of like locked up for life 100 percent. so i can kind of see why you would hide the body and particularly if you just stuck it in the cupboard and then like no one ever really mentioned it again that's pretty easy i mean easy. that's a good you know when people come up with all these like how to get away with a murder what would be your way to commit a perfect murder just put it in your closet and then not have friends over i could it. do that easily <laughs> yeah have you ever oh no i was gonna say have you ever seen my cupboard on the landing but yes we had to record in there <laughs> once when the name was being noisy. Yeah. <laughs> back in the early days of slaughter just get in this cupboard it'll be fine <laughs> so that is the story of dorian corey which has everything that you could ever want it's just it's piqued my interest and now i want to find out more yeah now i want to catch that musical now i want to see a youtube bootleg of that musical yeah i mean if anyone wants to send us free tickets and the fair yeah thank you right bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.